Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Empower Your English Listening Skills. Um, this, this week we went cramping. So, that's a new trend. Have you tried cramping? I wonder. Well, sorry, I can't hear you. <laughs> so,、uh, what is cramping? So, that's Well, um, we were trying to think what the word comes from. We can tell it's camping.、うん、and the grand, what did you think? Grand. はい。Um, the difference with the R sound and the L sound、mm. is that the L sound, you put your tongue at the top of your mouth and don't move your lips.、Mm. Gla, 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 la, 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 clamping.、Mm. But if you make an R sound, You don't use your tongue.、Mm. Your tongue is resting. Just your lips. Gr, gr, gramping. Gramping. Yes. <laughs> But, or more like、uh, if your feeling is bad, you're grumpy. Ah, so we didn't know which one it was.、Mm. But apparently, it's the L sound. Ah, いい方ですね Yes. <laughs> so use your tongue, don't use your lips. Glamping. Glamping. Glamping.、Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> so, according to Wikipedia,、mm-hmm. the L, the GL is from the word glamour. Mm-hmm. Which means,、um, what does grammar mean? Glamour mean? Glamorous とか言うよね。あのなんか Gorgeous とかなんかちょっとそういう意味かなと思ってたけど。うん、yes.、Uh, so, yeah, very wonderful, nice.、Mm-hmm. And how do you think when we went glamping this week? How was it? Ah,、uh, tent だけど、まあ中身はまあ、ちょっとしたホテルのようよね。広いし、ベッドもあって、エアコンもついてて、ソファーセットもあって。エアコン、エアコン、エアコン、エアコン、エアコン、エアコン、エアコン、エアコン、エアコン、エアコン、エアコン、エアコン、エアコン、エアコン、エアコン、エアコン、エアコン、エアコン、エアコン
But yes, it had beds and a small refrigerator and air conditioning. It was very nice. Yes, it was like a hotel room in a tent. And we were on an island in Tokyo. The islands,、uh, what do they call them? Shikinejima.、Mm. It was a very nice, very small island. We walked around the island in two days. But the seaside was very beautiful,、mm. and the island was fun. そうね、あのみんな人が暖かくてあとなんか、まあ、自然がと,とても残ってましたよね。But the special thing was the food, I feel.、うん、Because our glamping site was part of a Michelin star restaurant. <laughs> so we had very, very good food.、うん、<laughs> so we were really taking care of. And we were in the off season,、mm. and in, of course, it rained and we had difficulty sometimes,、mm. but sometimes very nice weather.、Mm. But we had a French restaurant all to ourselves with.、Um, まあ、あの非常にご飯がおいしかった。グランピング<笑><笑>そう逆にだからそうそう英語の人が日本語の「ラ」は発音できないってことだよね、yes. <笑> yes. 英語の発音になっちゃう So anyway we had a good time and maybe you should try グランピング and I hope グランピング I hope you have fun <笑> It's hard for me now to say グランピング<笑>グランピングっていう言葉が随分気に入りましたね、okay. Now we talked about our glamorous camping.、Mm. Let's find out about Harry's. So we're back with Harry Potter, and you remember what happened? He. Someone made the glass disappear in the snake display at the zoo, and、mm. the snake came out and got free.、Mm. Well, so Uncle Vernon was sure it was Harry, I wonder, and made Harry stay in his cupboard.、Mm. That's his glamping. <laughs> 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 yes, okay. yes, yes, <laughs> definitely. Okay, well, let's start reading. What happened to Harry?、Mm. Harry lay in his dark cupboard much later, wishing he had a watch. He didn't know what time it was, and he couldn't be sure the Dursleys were asleep yet. Until they were, he couldn't risk sneaking out, of the kitchen, out to the kitchen 
for some food. He'd lived with the Dursleys about almost ten years. Ten miserable years. As long as he could remember, ever since he'd been a baby and his parents had died in that car crash. He couldn't remember being in the car when his parents had died. Sometimes, when he strained his memory during long hours in his cupboard, he came up with a strange vision, a blinding flash of green light and a burning pain on his forehead. Blinding flash. Blinding flash means it's so bright that you couldn't see anything else. Flash is like the flash of a camera. Blinding, blinding flash is it's so bright that your eyes can't see. Yes, a blinding flash of green light. Boy, is that a good way to practice your R's and L's. Can you say it? Blinding flash of green light. And a burning pain on his forehead. This, he supposed, was the crash, though he couldn't imagine where all the green light came from. He couldn't remember his parents at all. His aunt and uncle never spoke about them, and of course, he was forbidden to ask questions. There were no photographs of them in the house. When he had been younger, Harry had dreamed and dreamed of some unknown relation coming to take him away. But it had never happened. The Dursleys were his only family. Yet sometimes he thought, or maybe hoped, that strangers in the street seemed to know him. Very strange strangers they were, too. A tiny man in a violet top hat had bowed to him once while out shopping with Aunt Petunia and Dudley. A violet is a light purple.、Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that top hat? <laughs> okay. After asking Harry furiously if he knew the man, Aunt Petunia had rushed them out of the shop without buying anything. A wild looking old woman, dressed all in green, had waved merrily at him once on a bus. A bald man, in a very long purple coat, had actually shaken his hand in the street the other day and then walked, and, and these, and then walked away without a word. The weirdest thing about all these people was that they seemed to vanish the second Harry turned to take a closer look. At school, Harry had no one. Everyone knew that Dudley's gang hated that odd Harry Potter in his baggy old clothes and broken glasses, and nobody liked to disagree with Dudley's gang. Well, that was very short. That's the、ね、end of the chapter. Violet and purple. Purple. 
I don't really know, but I feel that violet is just a little bit more pink than deep purple. So purple can be dark color and light color. And I feel that violet is a bit of a light purple. Naruhodo. Yes, don't say naruhodo. Naruhodo means now I understand. That would be a good thing to say if my explanation was good, <laughs> but my explanation was bad. I'm not so good at describing colors. Yes, yes, yes. In fact, it's helpful to know that the colors are not directly exactly the same in English and Japanese.、Mm. And so,、um, yeah, so violet, I think, it, well, of course, the best way to do that is look up violets, the flower, in your. On your smartphone. Look up violet and you will know the color violet.、Ah, so maybe we should do that too.、Mm-hmm. Yes, but I think it's a light purple.、Mm-hmm. Okay? Green light and Aoshingo Yes. In,、um, in Japanese, the word used is kind of blue. But that's because Aoi,、mm-hmm. blue. Isn't the same as English blue.、Mm-hmm. So,、um, blue, and of course, sometimes some parts of Aoi、mm-hmm. matches English blue.、Mm-hmm. But Aoi is actually often more green, isn't it? No, because the men of the Aoi is the Yeah, Aoi has wider meaning than English blue.、Mm. And maybe English green has wider meaning than Japanese Midori green.、Mm. So, the, anyway, the colors aren't exactly the same. It's kind of a, a fluid thing. So, that's it. Yes, that's right.、うん、And that's why it's good to show something, <laughs> right? And say what that color is because you might be. Talking about a completely different color for the same thing, mm, right? Mm, mm. It's good to know that you should not just assume a dictionary is not helpful、mm. for matching colors in different languages.、Mm. Best thing to do is to show it、mm. and say what that color is to you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we really <laughs> talked about many things. Well, let's read a little bit more. Of chapter three, okay? Mm, mm.、はい、the letters from no one. The escape of the Brazilian boa constrictor earned Harry his longest ever punishment. By the time he was allowed out of his cupboard again, the summer holidays had started 
and Dudley had already broken his new video camera, crashed his remote control airplane, and first time out on his racing bike, knocked down old Mrs. Fig as she crossed Privet Drive on her crutches. (laughs) Oh no, poor Mrs. Fig. Harry was glad school was over, but there was no escaping Dudley's gang, who visited the house every single day. Piers, Dennis, Malcolm, and Gordon were all big and stupid. But as Dudley was the biggest and stupidest of the lot, he was the leader. Yes, so not an official gang, just they always were together. The, te- the rest of them were all quite happy to join Dudley in his favorite sport. Harry hunting. <laughs> the, this is why Harry spent as much time as possible out of the house, wandering around and thinking about the end of the holidays when he would see a tiny ray of hope. When September came, he would be going off to secondary school. And for the first time in his life, He wouldn't be with Dudley. Dudley had been accepted at Uncle Vernon's old private school, Smeltings. Now, Smeltings is a funny word for a school. Smelting is where you heat up the、um, metal and make steel.、Mm-hmm. That's called smelting.、Mm-hmm. So, I don't know why they call the high school that, <laughs> but it's called smeltings. Yes, for private schools, anyways.、Mm. I have to say, I don't really understand <laughs> English school system.、Mm. I'm sorry to any English people listening here. <laughs> Maybe you can write a letter and tell us about <laughs> English school systems. I've read about it and I never completely understand,、mm. okay? So, Piers Polkis was going there too, to that's to Dudley's school.、Mm. Harry, on the other hand, was going to Stonewall High, the local public high school. Dudley thought this was very funny. They stuffed people's heads down the toilet the first day at Stone- Stonewall, he told Harry. Want to come upstairs and practice? No, thanks, said Harry. The poor toilets never had anything as horrible as your head down it. It might get sick. <laughs> Then he ran before Dudley could work out what he'd said. One day in July, Aunt Petunia took Dudley to London to buy his smeltings uniform, leaving Harry at Mrs. Fig's. Mrs. Fig wasn't as bad as usual. It turned out she'd broken her leg tripping over one of her cats 
and she didn't seem quite as fond as them as before. She let Harry watch television and gave him a bit of chocolate cake that tasted as though she'd had it for several years. That evening, Dudley paraded around the living room for the family in his brand new uniform. Schmelting boys wore maroon tailcoats. Maroon is another kind of purple. <laughs> okay, it's no, it's kind of a red, a dark, dark red, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, maroon tailcoats. So that's, you know, like the magician's mm-hmm. coat with the long tails or the conductor's coat. Orange knickerbockers, so orange kind of long short pants, mm-hmm. and, and flat straw hats called boaters. Mm-hmm. They also carried knobbly sticks used for hitting each other when the teacher wasn't looking. This was supposed to be good training for later life. <laughs> As he looked at Dudley in his new knickerbockers, Uncle Vernon said gruffly that it was the proudest moment of his life. Aunt Petunia burst into tears and said she couldn't believe it was her ickle Dudleykins. He looked so handsome and grown up. Harry didn't trust himself to speak. He thought two of his ribs might already have cracked from trying not to laugh. There was a horrible smell in the kitchen the next morning when Harry went in for breakfast. It seemed to be coming from a large metal tub in the sink. He went to have a look. The tub was full of what looked like dirty rags swimming in gray water. What's this? he asked Petunia and Petunia. Her lips tightened as they always did if he dared to ask a question. Your new school uniform, she said. Harry looked in the bowl again. Oh, he said, I didn't realize it had to be so wet. Don't be stupid, snapped Aunt Petunia. I'm dyeing some of Dudley's old things gray for you. So dyeing, D-Y-E, Dye means, of course, changing the color mm. of clothes. Mm. Yeah. Okay, I'm... Yeah. It'll look just like everybody else's, everyone else's, when I finished. Harry seriously doubted this, but thought it best not to argue. He sat down at the table and tried not to think about how he was going to look on his first day at Stonewall High, like he was wearing bits of old elephant skin, probably. Mm. Dudley and Uncle Vernon came in, both with wrinkled noses because of the smell from Harry's new uniform. Uncle Vernon opened his newspaper as usual, and Dudley banged his smelting stick which he carried everywhere on the table. 
they heard the click of the mail slot and flop of letters on the doormat. Get the mail, Dudley, said Uncle Vernon from behind his paper. Make Harry get it. Get the mail, Harry. Make Dudley get it. Poke him with your smelting stick, Dudley. Harry dodged the smelting stick and went to get the mail. Three things lay on the doormat. I'm trying to remember, but I don't think um, in Japan and recently, not so much in Canada, they do the mail this way, where they have a little slot in the door and you push, the mailman pushes the mail through the door. Mm, Did you get mail that way? Mm, in... Oh, in... oh your newspaper was like that. Okay, yes, yes, okay. So maybe people can imagine, and in fact, you've probably seen it on TV, right? So, three things lay on the doormat. A postcard from Uncle Vernon's sister Marge, who is vacationing on the Isle of Wight. That's not spelled W-H-I-T-E, the color white, but W-I-G-H-T, an island off of England, I think. Okay. A brown envelope that looked like a bill and a letter for Harry. Harry picked it up and stared at it. His heart twanging like a giant elastic band. No one ever in his whole life had written to him. Who would? He had no friends, no other relatives. He didn't belong to the library, so he never even got rude notes asking for books back. Yet here it was, a letter addressed so plainly there could be no mistake. Mr. H. Potter, the cupboard under the stairs, <laughs> for Privet Drive, Little Winging, Surrey. The envelope was thick and heavy, made of yellowish parchment. Parchment is kind of um, old-style letter they used to call parchment made from sheepskin. Now parchment paper is just very thick, yellow kind of paper. Mm. And the address was written in emerald green ink. There was no stamp. Turning the envelope over, his hand trembling, Harry saw a purple wax seal. That's where there's wax and they stamp it. Mm -hmm. Bearing a coat of arms, a lion, an eagle, a badger, and a snake surrounding a large letter H. Hurry up, boy, shouted Uncle Vernon from the kitchen. What are you doing? Checking for letter bombs? He chuckled at his own joke. Harry went back to the kitchen, still staring at his letter. He handed Uncle Vernon the bill and the postcard. 
sat down and slowly began to open the yellow envelope. Uncle Vernon ripped open the bill, snorted in disgust, and flipped over the postcard. Marge is ill, he informed Aunt Petunia, ate a funny whelk. I think a whelk is a kind of shellfish. Dad, said Dudley suddenly, Dad, Harry's got something. Harry was on the point of unfolding his letter, which was written in the same heavy parchment as the envelope, when it was jerked sharply out of his hand by Uncle Vernon. That's mine, said Harry, trying to snatch it back. Maybe we should stop there. (laughs) (laughs) It's a strange place to start, Mm. but we will continue from there with what happens with this strange letter. Mm. Okay. But I think we're out of time, so um, thank you for listening. Mm. I hope you enjoyed listening to the story of Harry. And I hope you understood our talk. Yes, thank you. See you again. Goodbye. Bye bye.